Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Welcome, great to have you with us on this Tuesday. A lot of fun coming up today. Joe Putnam on uh, the MLB Draft League. Neil Kulong will join us today as well. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors, Fourth Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, the best in new inventory. Great pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. And a fabulous service department that takes care of every step of the way, uh, from the routine to the difficult. Uh, It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf Online, sunburymotors.com. Countdown continues to the big one coming up on Saturday at Lincoln Financial Field as Penn State will play number one ranked Duke in the men's lacrosse final four. Second time in four years they've been there. The other time was in 2019. Lost a tough one to Yale. A couple of great wins as we outlined yesterday on the show, including beating Army, two one-goal wins to get there. But Jeff Tambroni, heck of a coach, uh, heck of a coach. And uh, you will have them ready for it. And that's coming up on Saturday, Lincoln Financial Field, noon, number one, Duke. All right, looking forward to that. Uh, the We discussed this yesterday. We had Brett McMurphy on the show yesterday. We talked about this. We had Ryan Snyder on the show yesterday. We talked about it. But I just want to review one more time. Everyone seems to be surprised by certain elements in this Big Ten contract. And I don't get what they're surprised about. The only part I'm not, as I outlined yesterday, I don't like. I realize it's during fall break, so it's a little easier to absorb. I just don't like the fact that Penn State has to play a Friday game at the end of the year. And I don't like this idea that was brought up. I remember this was brought up years ago, and I know I brought this up yesterday, but I'll do it again, is that, well, we have to do our part to help the conference. That's what somebody within the athletic department told me a few years ago. It was not Sandy, by the way. It was not Sandy Barber or somebody else. I like, do their part. The fact that Penn State's name is on it is automatically doing their part, just like it's... It's like Michigan. Their name's on it. They're automatically doing their part. Ohio State, just being on it, is doing their part. It's up to other people to do their part in this contract. Okay, That's what Friday nights are created for. All right? We're going to outline what this contract is that was put out on August the 18th. There should have been no surprises here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors. 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, the best in new inventory, great pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee and a fabulous service department to pack it all up every step of the way. 
at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. All right, so the Big Ten contract, it's important that, you know, at least took a little time yesterday to point this out, but in detail. Now, let's go all the way back. Okay, you need to go all the way back to August the 18th when this was announced. Right? And remember, one of the surprises, they, and, when you're, and Pete Thamel is a great writer, and please do not, if you have never met Pete, don't get into this well. Uh, I always love it. Like, hey, he's one of those guys anti-Penn State bias. No, actually 180 of that. All right, And I know that because Pete and I have talked. Uh, enough for me to know that he is 180 of that, okay? Uh, but he's just a great journalist. He's exactly what ESPN needs on on the college front and has done his job. All right, so now let's, okay, let's get to what the actual agreement looks like, Okay. And this was announced on August the 18th. So where are the surprises here? I have no idea where the surprises are. Okay? So, okay, this is what you're going to get. Okay? BTN. Okay? BTN will have 38 to 41 games this upcoming season. And 38 to 41 plus games maximum from 24 to 29. Men's basketball, BTN is going to carry 126 games minimum this upcoming season and a minimum of 126 and 24-25, and then they'll see how everything executes. You know That's beyond as well. Uh, women's basketball, 49 games minimum, uh, plus they get the women's basketball tournament all the way through, uh, and the men's basketball tournament... Uh, all the way through as well, okay? Uh, and then, of course, Olympic sports, they'll have plenty of that. So that's what BTN gets, okay? Remember, this is in the contract. This was put out August the 18th, okay? CBS, what do they get? In 2023, seven regular season games, including the Penn State-Iowa game in primetime. From 24 to 29, they'll get 14 to 15 regular season games, including a Black Friday game. So CBS gets a Black Friday game. The Big Ten Conference will coordinate with each okay, network CBS to execute an agreed-upon selection draft that has been developed for each year over a seven-year term. And CBS gets the championship game in 24 and 28. Okay. Basketball. Men's basketball. CBS gets 9 to 11 regular season games for the upcoming year. They will get 15 regular season games Every season beyond that. Okay? The Big Ten Conference will then uh, give them also two semifinal games in the championship game of the Big Ten Tournament. They also will get the Women's Basketball Championship game. No other, no regular season games and no Olympic sports. What does Fox get? Fox gets, for the upcoming season, 24 to 27 games. From 24 to 29, they will get 30 to 32 games. And they get the championship game in 23, 25, 27, and 29. Where's the confusion here? 
It's right there in the contract. It was put out by everybody as to what the chart happens to be. Men's basketball. Fox will do 45 games for the upcoming season. Fox will get 45 games minimum, 24 to 25. And they will not get any Big Ten basketball tournament games. Fox and Fox Sports 1 will have the right to select certain women's basketball games each year, and and that's Fox Sports 1 can, can do that. Now let's get to the NBC part. Okay, here's NBC. All right. So, football. For the upcoming season, 16 regular season games will appear on NBC. It's right there. From 24 to 29, they get 14 to 16 regular season games. It's right there. They get a Black Friday primetime game. They will also get a Labor Day Sunday primetime game. The conference will then give them the championship game in 2026. Where's the gray area here? This was put out on August the 18th. August the 18th this was put out. Okay. All right. So that's what they're going to get. Now, as for Peacock, Peacock is going to get eight regular season football games. From 24 to 29, Peacock will get eight regular season games. So there's going to be eight regular season football games on Peacock streaming. Okay, Men's basketball. NBC will have zero of men's basketball, women's basketball, or Olympic sports. But Peacock, this upcoming season, there'll be 32 regular season men's basketball games on Peacock. 20 of them will be conference games, and 12 of them will be non-conference games. How specific can you get? From 24 through 29, Peacock is going to carry 47 regular season games in men's basketball. 32 will be conference games. 15 will be non-conference. Right? And Peacock is also going to get the opening night doubleheader of the basketball tournament. Right? So that always had been BTN. Peacock's going to get the opening night. Those two play-in games. Okay. Women's basketball. Peacock is going to get 30 regular season games. 20 will be conference games. 10 will be non-conference games. And yes, they get the opening night doubleheader of the women's basketball tournament. And Peacock can carry up to 40 live events in Olympic sports for fall, winter, and spring. So, for example, if they want to put on, turns out it's it's their turn, they could put on wrestling, whatever. But this is all came out. This all came out on August the 18th. Where's the surprise? There's no surprise in here. So I, somebody said, and Fox is not going to be carrying the 20, I think Pete wrote that. Fox is not going to carry the 2026 Big Ten football championship game. Well, Fox gets four of the seven. 
Fox gets four of the seven. They get 23, 25, 27, 29. They get all the odd years. On the even years, CBS gets 24, NBC gets 26, and CBS gets 28. It's all put out there for everybody to see. And that's the part that, you know, I find a lot of this baffling. I mean, there's a little, there's maybe for me a little too much streaming on here when it comes to Peacock, but that's okay. You know, you can make it work. And I don't know, for example, on Peacock who they end up getting. But again, what do you get? NBC gets a Black Friday primetime game. NBC also gets a Labor Day Sunday primetime game. I mean, nobody's brought that up. And they get the championship game in 26. Okay. I mean, so that's how it that's how it plays out across all the networks. Fox obviously gets the first overall pick of the whole thing, and they're always going to pick Penn, uh, always going to pick Ohio State, Michigan. We got it. 20, 24 to twenty seven games this upcoming season. Fox, thirty to thirty two games with now USC and UCLA in the mix from twenty four to twenty nine. 45 basketball games. They get 45 minimum the rest of the years. Okay? No Big Ten basketball tournament games. BTN, though, does get Big Ten tournament basketball games. They'll have the four games on Thursday and the four quarterfinal games on Friday. That's starting this year. Peacock will have the opening night, the doubleheader. BTM will have the four games on Thursday and the four quarterfinal games. CBS gets the semifinals in the championship game. Okay. Women's basketball. Peacock's going to get the the opening two games of the Big Ten tournament. BTN's going to get the four games on Thursday. They'll get the quarterfinals on Friday and the two semifinal games on Sunday, but CBS is going to get the championship game. Okay. This is how it's playing out. It's This was all put out. This is what I'm reading to you is the press release put out by BTN, by the Big Ten Conference back on August the 18th. So I'm asking all of you, where are the surprises in here? Now, the surprises may be in the money part of it, right? The money part of it, there may be a couple of surprises along the way because of the COVID year, but everything else is spelled out in black and white. Now, Tony Petiti's had to do a lot of work with this, and this is an area of expertise for him, which is great. And it's exactly what they need at this particular time. And as I said yesterday, am I surprised that not every detail of Kevin Warren and is uh, was locked down? As I said yesterday, and I will say it again. No, I am not surprised. I'm going to leave it at that. But in terms of what's in it, in terms of what's in it, I just gave you very specific details of what's in it, and the details were put out on August the 18th. 
So there should not be any surprises in here. I mean, there are not, I mean, there shouldn't be any surprises. CBS has to split their last year of their deal with the SEC this year. That's why they're only carrying what, was it seven games, I think, they're carrying this year? Yeah, seven regular season games. And then starting in 24, it's not just a question of USC and UCLA being in. They just now are all in from 24 to 29. They're going to carry 14 to 15 games every year, and they're going to carry the Black Friday game every year. Now, in all likelihood, in all likelihood, that Black Friday game is probably Iowa-Nebraska. Okay. But this other stuff in here, like there's a primetime game on Black Friday. I just don't, you know, I just don't like this part where I hear Penn State, at, you know, this is Penn State. They have to do their part just by having their name on it. Penn State, USC, Ohio State, and Michigan, just by having their names involved in it, have done their part. But it also, it should be pointed out that that is also, that week is fall break. It is also fall break. So, but this has the tails in it all over the place. It's what we talked about with Ryan Snyder. There's no surprises in here. So I don't know what everybody's surprised about. All right, Joe Putnam, next half hour. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kier, with 11 and 15 Elmo's Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com and News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Welcome back. Great to have you with us. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, best in new inventory, all with great warranties, great pre owned inventory. With the Sunbury Motors guarantee and a fabulous service department that backs it all up every step of the way from the routine to the difficult, they can handle it all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, online, sunburymotors.com. Speaking of the ability to handle routine to difficult, we bring in Joe Putnam. Sir, welcome. Hello, sir. It's great to be able to talk with you less than two weeks from State College Spikes opening night? Yes, opening night. Season 17 of the State College Spikes. Uh, Joe, There's. I want to start with the ballpark itself. Uh, you know, we're not going to get into all the details 
about the ballpark, but let's get into the parts that have been, I think, released uh, to everybody. Because as time goes, you know, let's face it, the ballpark is now coming up on what will be its, uh, what, 17th birthday in terms of, and 18th on groundbreaking. Uh, yep. 18th on groundbreaking. So in the off season, what are some things right away, and this is stuff that's been released to the public uh, to this point, that uh, they want to at least do the, to make the experience better? Well, you know, we've got a lot of uh, facility upgrades coming to the ballpark. I think people have seen um, that, that certain projects are, are uh, up for bids uh, out there. Uh, all of them will start after this season, uh, this coming spike season. Uh, but we're very excited about it. You know, we there's um, you know facility standards that Major League Baseball has uh, for ballparks, and so we are upgrading all of our uh, facilities, not only um, those down in, in the player level, the clubhouse level, but everywhere around the ballpark. So it makes the best experience possible uh, for our fans, for our players, for our coaches, uh, for everybody involved here going forward. We're looking forward to a bright future ahead, not only for the spikes, but also for Penn State baseball. These upgrades are going to go for them as well. So uh, we're very excited about them. Uh, it'll take place here over uh, over a few years. Uh, I do know the uh, you know, the field replacements, uh, which is uh, coming to pass in the fall, many other things. There's all sorts of, uh, of things people will see um, that in 2024 and beyond uh, will we'll make for a even better experience here at the ballpark than they already have. Uh, and and we're very excited about them and, and looking forward to uh, partnering with Penn State uh, as we do on, on getting these uh, implemented and, again, just making for the best experience possible uh, for baseball fans across Happy Valley. And by the way, just so everybody knows, there's a lot of other elements that will go in that you, the fan, will not see, but it's all to bring it to Major League Baseball standards. And when that uh, finally all comes out, we'll talk about it then. Fair enough? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so now let's get to the MLB Draft League. This is another year of the MLB Draft League, but it's about the, you know, not just the baseball. Baseball is, hey, one of the reasons we go to the ballpark and have a great time with it, uh, but it's everything else that goes with it. Let's start with some of the great promotions, starting with opening night on uh, June the 2nd. Absolutely. We're trying to kick this off strong. You know, we've got 40 home games, which matches the most we've ever had in a regular season. We're doing our best to make this the best and biggest uh, season we've ever had here. And it starts on opening night, June the 2nd, uh, Friday night, 635, taking on the Williamsport Crosscutters here at Medler Field. Uh, it all starts off with a great fireworks show at the, to finish off the night. But not only that, all of our fireworks shows are themed this year. The opening night, the salute to baseball music, uh, but the skies will light up over Happy Valley and also post-game. We'll have the $25,000 opening night pitching challenge where one fan, yes, everybody can enter and one fan will be selected to go down on the field after the game, head to the mound, and try to throw one pitch through the target at home plate uh, for $25,000, six inches in diameter. Uh, But of course, you know, there's major league pitchers that can hit that. Now, I will say this. I've done the research. The Max Scherzers, the Justin Verlanders, the even the Shohei Otanis don't make as much on a per-pitch basis as one fan could by winning twenty five grand on opening night next Friday. By the way, just so everybody understands, the Max Scherzers, the Shohei Otanis, and so forth, 
they get a lot of their strikes on pitches that aren't strikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Why do you think some of you some of the swing of it that wasn't in the zone? <laughs> why did they swing it that one? All right. Uh, that's really cool. I love that. Uh, I do want to advance to July 3rd. Oh, yeah. That is not going to be your average fireworks display after the game that you see at the ballpark. Is that No, fair? sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've got a dozen fireworks shows this year, but that one is going to be one of the biggest we've ever had here at a Spikes game. July the 3rd, it's the Patriotic Fireworks Spectacular presented by the PA Lottery. And, of course, you know, we, we have great fireworks shows here. We're going to have one opening night, thanks to our friends at PSCCU. But July 3rd, the Patriotic Fireworks Spectacular. You're going to see things you've never seen at a Spikes fireworks show before. And so we are looking very much forward to that. It's going to be about a 20-minute show um, that will just dazzle fans after the July 3rd game, uh, which should be a, a big one as well. It's actually our last home game of the first half of the season before uh, we switch around the players, and I'm sure we'll talk about that uh, coming up here. But that July 3rd Patriotic Fireworks Spectacular, again, one of the biggest fireworks shows we've ever had at a Spikes home game, and you don't want to miss it. In fact, it's interesting you bring that up about the changeover. In the past, the changeover has happened after about a week off in the season. That's not Mm -hmm. going to happen this time. It's only going to be two days off. Oh, yeah. uh, and I think that that's an interesting aspect because I think it keeps the fan engaged because there's not a week off. Exactly. You know, we and that's kind of what uh, working with Prep Baseball Report that runs the Major League Baseball Draft League and MLB themselves. Um, you know, that's kind of the philosophy behind it. We last year was the first year of our hybrid model where the first half of the season would feature draft eligible prospects. Um, entering the draft. They are amateur players per NCAA rules, trying to keep their collegiate eligibility if they had any remaining. And then the second half was young professional players uh, looking to get a break uh, with an MLB team, of which there have been several. Of course, Nick Guile now with the Colorado Rockies, John Beamer and the Milwaukee Brewers organization. So um, it certainly, I think, was successful last year. But like you said, we had that break in between. Now there won't be. July 4th, uh, when we will visit Williamsport, and of course the Central PA Fourth Fest will go on around here. That'll be the last day of the first half of the season. Yeah. Then the second half begins. The first game, July seventh, and uh, so we're very much looking forward to it. We're right back here. That'll be a big game as well. It'll be Fitness Night, uh, Dollar Dog Challenge, uh, Meet the Challenge. <laughs> we're calling it on that night. Uh, but we're right back into it with a whole new roster uh, of young pros looking to get a break, and it'll be a. Little, Last year was split evenly, 40 games first half, 40 games second half. This year it'll be a breakdown of 30 and 50. That kind of keeps in line uh, with other uh, summer collegiate leagues. But, of course, we're looking at getting draft-eligible prospects uh, from around the country. And we had a dozen guys drafted last year. Looking forward to seeing who gets their name called uh, during the draft, which will take place during the Major League All-Star break once again. This year, while in the meantime, starting up our second half of the season and getting even more guys ready uh, to make that jump uh, on their baseball journey. To this point of the Major League Baseball season, Joe, the fans have reacted very well to the rules changes that have been put into play on the Major League Baseball level. What rule changes will we see in the MLB Draft League that might mirror Major League Baseball? Well, the two big ones you're going to see, and the biggest one of all, of course, is the pitch timer. 
It is coming here to Medler Field at Lebrano Park. Uh, it's going to be implemented for collegiate baseball, uh, the, the visible clock itself across collegiate baseball in Division One starting next year. Yep. Now, for us here in the MLB Draft League, this is the first year of it, uh, but we're very excited about it. Uh, you know, it, it, it's sort of that wave. You see it now in the majors. You see, you've seen it across minor league baseball uh, for a few years already. Now you're going to see it uh, here at Medler Field during Spike's home games. And uh, we are going to uh, implement the collegiate pitch clock rule. It won't be necessarily the same as the one you see in the majors. Ours will be 20 seconds, no matter who's on base. That'll be the collegiate rule. Makes for an easier transition uh, for some of these pitchers, uh, but we will, you know, we'll have timed half innings. Uh, player, the batter will have to get up there with 30 seconds left between innings. Um, you know, we'll have two minutes uh, to get on and off the field. So uh, every things will definitely progress a lot more quickly than they have in the past. And so uh, it's something for folks to keep in mind too. Our game times will be 6:35. You'll probably want to be there uh, as close to that as you can in order so that you don't miss out uh, on a lot of the game. But it definitely is, is something that we're looking forward to seeing implemented in the MLB Draft League. The other thing that's coming to the MLB Draft League is the 18-inch, the bigger bases uh, that you see now in the majors as well. Uh, so uh, Matt Neary and his crew will be uh, installing those. Uh, the pitch clocks will be installed here uh, at Medler Field at Lebrano Park in the coming days as well. Uh, so it's uh, very exciting stuff now. We won't necessarily adopt the anti-shift rules, but that you know a lot of that is done anyway through the managers, the coaches, the developmental aspect of the game. Uh, but uh, the two, those are the two big ones: the pitch box, the bigger bases. Um, but we're we're very excited about that, and you know we're trying to give these guys as much of a major league experience as possible. That's why uh, State College Spike. That's why Medler Field at Lebrano Park is in this league, and uh, this just helps us make that. Uh, more of a, a big league experience for them as they start their baseball journey, hopefully eventually to the major league. And by the way, it should be pointed out, the last couple of years of uh, the MLB Draft League, I don't recall a single shift, do you? I, 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 no. just, I think everybody's just, I, I think the reason there is no rule in the MLB Draft League is because nobody is shifting. Yes, exactly. And I think and it's part of the developmental aspect right. of it, too. I mean, we are, we're trying to put these together, you know, anything like that, the word can just go to the coaching staff. And I think a lot of the coaching staffs would agree that, um, you know, the the shift uh, makes it a lot more difficult and, and making it that you have to play straight away makes for a much better game and a much better team. Well, not only that, Joe, if they're not going to shift on the major league level, yep. a shortstop and a second baseman, which are important to shifting, uh are going to have to play in those spots anyway, so that's the best way to showcase their talents. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that, that definitely goes a long way to making this a, a, a major league type experience. And you know, these guys are going to be learning in a lot of different aspects what it's like to to play professional baseball, to be in that major league atmosphere, to go through a major league organization, and uh, it's you know, it's all of a piece on the field. Obviously, very important, even off the field as well. And, uh, we're looking forward to. Uh, I know that Dave Trembley is back as our manager, former big league manager himself, and he he uh, definitely has the know how to show yeah, these guys what it's like to be a big leaguer on and off. And the yeah, that's the key on and off the field. Dave stresses professionalism all the time. This is how big leaguers carry themselves. 
you need to carry yourself this way as well. Uh, and this, by the way, we were talking about all these rules. Keep in mind, to our good friends at Williamsport who also listen to this show, uh, you know, these are the same rules you'll be uh, you know, having in Williamsport as well. Bigger bases, you know, pitch clock. And by the way, I think, Joe, when, before it's all said and done, the major leagues actually might adopt 20 seconds universally because that has been the one thing that the pitchers in Major League Baseball have been trying to tweak. Give us five more seconds when nobody's on base because they want to save arms. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I think you know, I think partially that's why collegiate rules are just 20 seconds yeah. no matter what. A uh, batter has to be alert to the pitcher by 10. Um, and, and, you know, it's definitely made an impact at the collegiate level. It's made an impact at the major league level, for sure. Um, so it'll definitely make an impact on us and, and hopefully in a, in a, uh, very crowd pleasing way. Let's put it that way. Yeah, exactly right. No. And I think you'll, you'll see more stolen bases because that, I mean, it's, it's not just the, the bases are four inches larger. Okay. Remember, okay. Everybody will say, well, second base is four inches larger. Well, so is first base, which means you can get a little slightly bigger lead. I mean, there's exactly. a, you know, it, it works on both ends. It's going to put a lot of stress on the catchers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. But, I, I mean, I'll bring up the name. You were, you were very oh, familiar yeah. with me, but Kenny Piper. Kenny Piper ago. would have no issue. <laughs> no issue whatsoever. And we'll see. We'll have some... Uh, We've got some catching prospects here that are pretty bright. I know uh, we have a, a very preliminary list of guys who could be coming here, uh, and some of the catching prospects look very bright. But it really, they all do across yeah. the board. Um, you know, folks from major schools, folks from schools you don't hear about all yeah. uh, that definitely are, are looking to make their mark, like a Kenny Piper who came from uh, Missouri uh, in uh, D- Division Two school in Missouri few years ago and played his way into the Major League Baseball draft. So we're looking forward to seeing who those will be in the upcoming 2023 season, which is coming next Friday, June 2nd, here opening night. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, I've I've said this for years. I don't think anybody does a better job of finding people than baseball does. I mean, mean, all over the place. So, Joe, opening week, right, there'll be a a Sunday game at at Williamsport. But opening week, it's it's all spikes, and that includes promotions and also daily values. Yes, indeed. You know, and it starts right off. Opening night is a four for 44 Friday. Four of our best seats, four hot dogs, four sodas, just $44. The value of up to $88 that you're getting for 44, and that is in force for opening night on Friday. Also, a schedule magnet giveaway thanks to our friends at PSECU so you don't miss a game in the 2023 season. We're back home the very next night, Saturday, June the 3rd, also taking on Williamsport, a a Queen and Elton John themed fireworks show (laughs) after the game, presented by Penn State Health. We've also got a Super Saturday, which means baseball bingo, and the first 500 fans can get a Pride Hat giveaway, presented by Chumley's Cocktail Bar. Uh, It's Pride Night of the Ballpark as well, so big opening weekend. And then we get into Monday the 5th, Tuesday the 6th, Thursday, uh, Wednesday the 7th, excuse me. Wednesday the 7th actually is going to be a special one. It's grad night at the ballpark. Wear your cap and gown. we got a lot of graduations going on here yeah. over this, these coming weeks. If you bring your cap and gown and wear it into the ballpark, you get half price on your ticket for the game. Uh, and we've got a lot more. Uh, Monday the 5th is another Buck Monday, which means dollar <laughs> hot dogs plus a whole host of other uh, dollar items at the ballpark. And, of course, a timeless Tuesday 
on the 6th. And then it rolls right into the 9th, 10th, 11th. you got the first bark in the park night of the year. Yeah. Bring your canine on 6 9 7 nine, 8 9 and 8 29. Hopefully those will be easy dates to remember <laughs> for your bark in the park nights. You can bring your canine on 6 9 7 9 8 9 and 8 29. And we've got great fireworks, healthcare appreciation night presented by our good friends yeah. at Curavetti, formerly Med One Pro, mm-hmm. and actually an interesting one on Sunday the 11th. We are looking to break the world record for the most simultaneous first pitches, and that will be something to behold on tour. <laughs> you know, the, the folks at Missoula tried to do it last year, and we're going to try to do it this year. The current record from Guinness is a team in Taiwan that did it a few years back. We're going to try to break it, and we're—I mean, we're—we're we're looking at um, 150, hopefully, folks coming on out to throw a first pitch simultaneously uh, on the field, and so it'll be definitely a sight to behold. That'll be on June the 11th. That's a Sunday. That's our first 405 game of the year. But like you said, that's eight games right there. That's about a quarter of our home schedule yeah. right off the bat. Um, but we're excited for mm-hmm. it. And we're excited to bring fun, affordable family entertainment. Uh, to the State College Spikes fans, fans across Happy Valley, uh, and even the folks who are coming in from out of town. We've got a great, Mm -hmm. great product for you. Yeah, no question about it. And by the way, the Pirates uh, scouts will be on hand for those first pitches. I mean, it's just, (laughs) it's kind of spiraled off the rails. All right, so, (laughs) and by the way, the one day day you didn't mention is Thursday. And that, you know, because, because, well, I'll be in Scranton that Thursday, but, yeah. but but when you get to Thursday games, it's still Thirsty Thursday. Yes, indeed. It's still Thirsty Thursday, but we're going back a little bit. You know, inflation, well, you can buck inflation with us on Thursday nights because dollar beer nights are back. Dollar yeah. 12-ounce uh, domestic drafts, yeah. or select uh, drafts, and $2 12-ounce craft drafts available Thursday Thursday. But you can get those dollar beers once again. On Thursday, Thursdays, it's Dollar Beer Night returns at each Thursday home game this season. Well, it doesn't, just so everybody knows, it doesn't matriculate to the booth. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dollar Beer Night. It's great. <laughs> it's like, oh, geez, what are we doing? <laughs> Joe, you're the best. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Looking forward to uh, being back with you once again. Our 15th season together. Yeah. And it all started up for us and for everybody here at Medler Field on June 2nd. A quick jaunt to Williamsport on the 1st before we open things up here in Happy Valley. And very much looking forward to it less than two weeks away. New Kulong in the next half hour here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Okay.